Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Find your rest. We'll discuss that here in a moment. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you that your word ministered to our hearts, that we can grow closer to you and become more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Challenges, I mean, this thing never stopped. You know, uh, trials, tribulations, you know, uh, storms just surprise us sometimes and just blindside us. And in the midst of all of this, we have to figure out a way to be able to not just survive, but to thrive. And and I believe one of the keys to that is to finding your rest, finding your rest. Look what Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30 has to say. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus promised us rest for our souls. See, only in him can our burdens be lifted. See, only in him can we find help and strength for the greatest times of need. See, I know that when the Lord makes himself available to us and we're able to press into what the Lord is doing in our lives and, and what he wants to do. Because what he wants to what what he wants to do is give us a life more abundant, and that life of abundance includes being rested, finding that eye of the storm in the midst of the storm, finding that place where we know we can't always change the outside of what's going on, so we have to be able to work on the inside of who we are to be able to not just to cope, but to really grow and strive even take ground in the midst of adversity. See, for he is our peace. The Bible says he is the prince of peace. And in our scripture, he invites us to come in. He invites us to come to him. That invitation is open to everyone. At the end of the day, we need to know that Jesus is our rest. See, true peace can never be found through the material world through money, or even the people we love most. But in Christ, man, we have the peace that we need when we stay tuned into Him, and we can find that place of rest where we're able to to step into His presence, uh, step into that closet, that private place we can go to, unload all of our burdens, right? And then be able to walk in that rest. You can walk in peace when you trust in God, and I, and I believe one of the most draining things that happen in our lives and, and our emotions, especially because to find rest is really to be at peace uh, in your emotions as well. And I believe that anger can be one of the things that drains us the most, drains our energy, drains literally our, our logic, our reasoning. Arrest your anger. In James chapter 1, verse 19 through t- and 20, it says this. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness 
of God. Mm. See, life is full of frustrations, some big, some small. I think in the light of everything, when you look at the things that you're frustrated over and the challenges you go through, because a lot of it can be self-inflicted within our thoughts and in our minds, you find out that really it's all small stuff compared to the greatness of God and, and the purpose that God has for you. See, as long as we're on this earth, we'll have many opportunities to lose our tempers. Come on, can I hear an amen? Oh yeah, as long as we're here on this planet, as long as we're in this earth suit, we'll have all kinds of opportunities, all kinds of things that, that will cause us and possibly cause us to lose our tempers. But I believe that one of the greatest fruits of the spirit is self-control. See, I believe that when we press into God and the reason we're able to do well in the midst of adversity is because self-control kicks in and then we don't allow the circumstances on the outside to steal our joy, to steal our peace, to steal our rest, because we need to stay in that, in that pace of grace if we're gonna run this life. It's not just a, a, a hundred yard dash, it's a, it's a marathon. It's a marathon. We need to pace ourselves and, and be able to you know, reduce the anger in our lives and be, be really conscious of it. Ask God to help you in those areas, maybe to heal something from your past. Uh, you know, just just be able to maybe tolerate other people's flaws more. You know, and just and when I say tolerate, I don't mean that we just tolerate everything, because I believe what you tolerate, you can't change. But at the same time, we can't find ourselves all stressed out and all angry and unable to control our emotions because of something someone does. See, it's time to turn away from our anger, our hatred, our bitterness, <clears throat> and our regret. I believe a lot of those things are kind of tied together as well because when we bitter and when we regret things we've done and, and even hatred, which is such a horrible thing, I believe that that anger rises up within us because of those factors. Turn instead to God and enjoy the priceless gift of His peace. That's right, you'll find all the peace you need in the Lord, amen. Remember that anger is one letter short of danger. Mm, come on, somebody. So whenever we tread upon anger in our anger emotions, uh, and of course release our anger around us, it can be very dangerous and detrimental, especially to relationships and to those that we love. And I believe one of the things that can help us to maybe to, to restrain ourselves and not be so angry is to avoid arguments. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse three, God's word says, avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. Only fools insist on quarreling. Wow, I tell you what, that ministers to me because sometimes, how many know, sometimes you just wanna win. <laughs> That's right, you just wanna win the argument. It can be disruptive when the debates get really heated and discussions and arguments, and we just want to win. See, arguments are a major waste of time and energy. Oh, because we, we spend so much time and energy trying to come up with the right reason, uh, maybe the right way to take the other person's conversation and turn it around and, and be able to find loopholes in what they're talking about. It. I mean, there's just so many ways that you can try to win an argument. Uh, the problem is that you can win an argument and then, uh, but yet lose the person, you know, lose the relationship because you insist on winning. Listen, trust me, when I, when I talk about this, 
I'm preaching to the choir on this one. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to me as well because I have to kind of look at uh, those arguments sometimes and, and not be so quick to win them. But sometimes you just have to realize the source, right? If you're dealing with difficult people, you may be tempted to argue over worthless matters. I mean, some things just aren't worth the energy or the time. See, don't get set up. See, refuse to participate in conflicting conversations. Just don't give that. Some people will just want to start an argument. They just think maybe they're in a bad place in their lives. Maybe they're going through a difficult challenge and they just want to argue. They want to nitpick and then create an argument. Listen, don't do it. Don't feed that argumentative spirit. Listen, feeding an argumentative spirit will starve you of your peace. It'll take you out of your rest. It'll take you out of that zone that God wants you to be in, that pace of grace. You know, I believe that we really need to be so conscious and not always try to win every argument, but allow God's grace and mercy to work through us. And you know what? I find in many cases that when people, uh, when the Holy Spirit deals with people and deals with us as well, that we end up coming back more humbled and realizing that maybe that argument wasn't so important Maybe the person is more important than that. Amen. I close every every uh, gathering with a scripture, right? And uh, it's Romans chapter 8, verse 11. God's word says this. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Wow. That is so powerful. The Holy Spirit dwells in us and he gives not just our spirit life, but even our physical body he gives it life and energy. And that's what I believe God wants us to do is to be energetic, to be enthusiastic, to show forth his glory. Amen. Praise God. When you're walking in the spirit, you will never fulfill the desires of the flesh. God bless you. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.